Welcome to the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast with your host, Dr. Dana Pung, and myself, Dr. Elise Hutt. Join us as we talk to inspiring clinicians who have redefined their careers. Hi, Dr. Carla Bellini. Thank you so much for joining me on the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast. It is so great to be with you and the audience. Thank you. So we are going to do a separate dedicated episode on your very interesting career and journey. But today we are going to cover some tips and tricks on handling the new year and how we can set ourselves up for success planning for the year ahead. Very briefly, though, can you please give me a run through? I know you wear many hats, but of your background and expertise and why you're the qualified expert to advise us on how to set ourselves up for the new year. Absolutely. So I've been graduated for almost 20 years. It's a bit crazy saying that now. I graduated in 2006. I was a passionate junior doctor. My career really has been at the intersection of healthcare, psychology, leadership, and innovation and business. So currently I run a boutique consulting and coaching practice. My consulting is mostly in healthcare transformation. My coaching is working with a variety of different people, mostly doctors that really are seeking more, feel like they're stuck, feel like they're trapped, unsure what to do, seeking performance, seeking peace, seeking ambition in many ways. And with that, my career along that journey, it's included big corporate. I used to be chief medical officer of a Fortune 50 in Australia with a workforce of 25,000 people. I did strategy consulting with Boston Consulting Group, have an Oxford MBA, lived in Silicon Valley in an AI startup and at Singularity University, been a founder of my own startup in building a health coaching institute where I trained over 400 people and coached thousands. So really my expertise is at the confluence and intersection of those points. And regarding new year, not only new year, but people generally, I think that we think we're special snowflakes, but we're really not. And a lot of our behavior patterns are predictable, repeatable, but yet we're often blind to them. And we then are on autopilot year on year, seeking something different, but getting the same results. And I think in many ways, that's what we're here to discuss. As 2024 comes, it's a great opportunity to consider some of those reflections to have a different result if that's what you seek. Thank you for that. And I can't wait to do the next episode with you where we take a deeper dive into your journey and career. But first up, as you mentioned, you know, New Year, great time to take stock and plan next career move, especially if you've been doing the same thing year after year, but have the desire to take it to the next level, but don't really know what to do and going around in circles a bit. So what are your hot tips for navigating that? The first hot tip that I have is we likely know the catchphrase, new year, new you. Mm. And I want people to wholeheartedly reject that because new year doesn't mean new you. I think we get very seduced into the concept of new year's resolutions. The truth, as much as we might not like it, is new year, same you. Because change is hard, it takes effort, it takes discipline, and you need to be really intentional about it. Motivation, which really is when we think about New Year's resolutions, it's like a burst, you've got Christmas, you've got New Year, there's a big New Year's Eve party, you're like, this is different me. And we all know how your New Year's resolutions so many times fail. 
a month in, you're back to the same you. So let's just accept from the outset, new year, same you. So what does that mean? That means that if you want different results, you need to have different inputs. And I think that there's a great opportunity as new year comes upon us to reflect on 2023. What went great? What are you proud of? What feels wholeheartedly aligned with your life? The counter of that is what didn't go well. What are you dissatisfied with? What feels misaligned and needs to change? And then you can cut that across the different dimensions of your life. Career, family, friends, the way you spend your time. And as we get older, time feels like it relatively passes faster. So we need to become more intentional about how we spend time. So in doing that reflection, that audit, I think you get some insights around what's stirring inside you that you actually want to be different. And then with that, what I encourage people to do is rather than new year, new you, it's new year, let's be intentional about 2024. Now, what's the difference between showing up and being intentional? I'm going to give an analogy about the gym. People say you just need to show up. You just need to like rock up, show up, and things are going to change. This is the difference between showing up and intention. When you show up at the gym, you likely, you're there, which is great, but you might not have a plan. You might start training. You might be able to do a bit of the cross trainer. I'll do a bit of the bike. I'll flap around a bit, do some other stuff. But when things get hard, you're like, oh, wow, like I didn't expect it to be so hard. And you might lighten off. You're there, but you're not like giving it everything. Being intentional is I'm going to go to the gym this time. I'm going to work out for 30 minutes and I'm going to do a really hard workout. And when it gets hard, I'm going to expect that it's hard and I'm going to lean into it because I'm deliberately choosing this. And I think that's a really great analogy for our approach beyond the gym and our approach to life in 2024. It's what do I want to be intentional about through this year? whether it's creating more relationships within your career, within your sphere, whether it's creating and branching out into a new area, whether it's acquiring new skills in set domain, it's really easy to say, I want to do two courses and I'm going to enroll in them online. It's harder to be precise and then say, I want to do a course on artificial intelligence at this institution at this time I'm going to put in this amount of hours, block them off in my calendar, because that takes a bit more effort, but that's where the results lie. So my greatest strategy from that perspective is be intentional based on what you seek. There's a group of people that are unsure about what they seek. That's why I was going to ask. Yeah, right? What do you want in life? It's like, I don't know. And like, yeah. I, I fit into that in parts. You know, I'm super happy with my life. I've loved the career that I've built. I love the journey, but what do I want? Like in five years, that's hard to tell, right? The greatest signal that I personally have with this, I see with clients, is when you're unsure about what you want, and let's say three years, five years, people ask you about your 10-year plan, what do you want to be doing today and tomorrow? Bring it near term so you can look at the immediate and look at like, what do you actually want like today? What's there? And there's signal within that. There's signal there. If what I want to do today is absolutely the opposite of the job that you're working in, there's good signal that it's time for a change. Those are some really powerful tips. And I was just wondering, though, often a lot of things are easier said than done. Yep. 
do you have any techniques or strategies for implementing the like yes setting intentions really important but like you said actually putting the effort and when it comes time it's really hard how do you stick with it and, and stick it out do you have any particular method to yep. make it more palatable <laughs> for I, the I, lack I, of a better word <laughs> i do indeed i do indeed so there's a couple of different things the first part that i want to share with you is really around your mindset and thinking the next part is around the doing and the practical mm-hmm. so the first part if you cut through a lot of the things that i shared before and if you reflect on your own life you'll see that where you are today in many ways is a function of your decisions from a few years ago it likely wasn't your decision last week overall in your life it likely wasn't your decision last month sure we can cut ties and jump on a plane and go somewhere but it's likely whole generally speaking that it was from a few years ago so the first part that is important is recognizing the choices i make today influence future me from a few years down If you buy into that concept, you're like, am I on the trajectory that I want? Yes, no. If the answer is yes, you can double down on it. If the answer is no, then you'd have a conversation with yourself because change is hard, change takes time, and there is a truth bomb here, which is how much effort am I willing to put in to the change? Because inertia takes over, it's easier to stay on your default path. It's easier to stay on the treadmill you're on than like somersault across to a different treadmill. Now, I see so many people come out come to me for careers advice, coaching in that area, and for some people the truth is actually if we break it down right from the outset, I'm not willing to do the work to change. <laughs> and you know what? That's totally fine. That's absolutely fine. The next part of that is acceptance of where you are. Rather than being frustrated or miserable or those type of things, you can actually accept. Acceptance is like a totally viable effective strategy. If you are willing to do the work and even if you are want to double down on where you are now i'm going to share with you a tactical framework that i think is actually really useful as how you think about it for 2024 and i'm going to share it with someone else's framework that i think is really great it's both life and work and um i'm going to reference his name is Jesse Itzler he's got a set way of thinking about planning the year ahead and what it essentially is This is broader than career, but I'm going to share it because it's all relevant. The first one he says in each year there's a Japanese concept called a misogi. And a misogi is a particularly hard challenge that you can achieve on one day with a high chance of not achieving it, but it defines your whole year. And it's like what's your like challenge that you want for next year? From your career, it might be I want a new job in this company. I want to start building a personal brand. I want to write a book. I want to enroll in an MBA. Whatever it is, what's something that is actually defining for you? And there you also get signal about understanding that. The next part is every 2 months throughout the year and you can get a big calendar and put it all on one sheet is like what's something every 2 months that you want to do for one weekend, one day on the weekend for like every 2 months or during the week. That's something that you wouldn't ordinarily do. whether it is diving into a new skill i want to learn this whether it's going to a new event going to the ccim conference next year whatever it is spending time with your family spending time with your kids and then when you look back at the year you've got one misogi one big giant goal and you've got six different experiences that are already factored in and planned for throughout the year then in the other time throughout the year 
you're like, what else is important to me that I want to do? And you basically fill out the calendar. What this does is when you get to 2024, you're following a script rather than having to invent a script as you go. And you're front-loading the planning. And you essentially go, this is the ideal year. If I do all these things, I have had an absolute kick-ass 2024. And all I have to do is follow the script. So I think to take this concepts into something practical and tactical, and I, I walk the talk, this is exactly what I'm doing now. Where do I want to be in a few years' time? What needs to happen in the next year to set me up for that? What excites me? What's going to push me? What's my challenges and my predictable pitfalls that are going to stop me from doing that that I have to overcome? And then I literally populate the calendar. And from that, I've got a script. And I'm like, I just need to follow the script. And I think from my experience, that's an extremely powerful concept because it takes away your decision-making in many ways. Now, it doesn't mean that if new things come up, you can't change the script. Of course, you can reply, respond to opportunities. But if you're proactive about it, what it prevents is time slipping away. And you have a year at the end of it that you're proud of. And in five years, 10 years, you look back and you do that every year. And that compounds in a really positive way. Wow, that's really helpful. I think I just got like a mini coaching session from you there and I'll be listening back to this audio so that I can implement this. Do you actually put in the schedule 12 months in advance? Yeah, so I, I do. That's something that I am freshly doing this year. I've always been more a person that has been a bit more spontaneous, a bit more, you know, like let's just like plan things as they go. There is two elements. Part of that's great. And I'm going to still harness that because that's part of me. And that's part of like, I think my secret source to like capture opportunities and be an opportunity artist and that kind of thing. But no, I'm being intentional about thinking about that and thinking about future me. What does future me seek? And how am I going to achieve that? Because as humans, we find it very easy to focus on the very near term, which is very linear. And we often find it difficult to focus on the medium to long term, which you can have exponential changes if you invest in the right ways. And that's what this is really trying to do. Currently, like December 24 sounds like crazy far away. A year, we haven't got through Christmas this year. It's like, wow, who am I going to be? But if you are intentional about it, and I'm like, this is what I want for me. And I want this type of career, whether it's in consulting, whether it's starting my own business, whether it's in clinical world and sphere, it's like, how can I really boost myself and be intentional about doing things that are going to ramp me up the curve sooner? And then it's a game of patience. It's a game of hard work, intention, and patience. Thank you so much for that. That was so much wisdom jam-packed in a short amount of time. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share, Carlo, before we wrap up this quick episode? And I promise... Our listeners, we will dive into a lot more detail. I'm sure you'll have more to share when we do your main episode talking about your journey and your career, but any parting words? Yeah, the, the parting words is in many ways a parting philosophy. If you want things to change or if you just want to double down on where you're at and move through, my greatest encouragement to listeners, anyone of any age, is bet on yourself. So like step one, bet on yourself. Step two, step bet on yourself. Step three, bet on yourself. Doctors especially grow up often in high expectation families where not everyone, but certainly that's a large segment where 
often high achievers at school that then go on to university to be given essentially a script that isn't necessarily theirs. And they walk through that often in some ways on autopilot because they've been rewarded over time for being high performers in a traditional world. And when they need to do things for themselves and assert themselves and move in areas, they often can lack confidence because they don't have a script for that or there's no set path. And I see so many people, and this is a real special niche that I work with, super talented people that don't bet on themselves because ultimately they're scared of failure. And I think often with that, it's the judgment that comes with it. There is, if you look at success overall in life, however you define success, you essentially need to bet on yourself. And there's an element there that's really powerful in being with the potential discomfort of it not working out. And I know that's easy to say and really hard to do. Once you can get into the slipstream of I'm okay with this not working out because I am proud of myself just trying, it's a superpower. With that, if you understand and can double down, and that's not a switch, that's a process. You understand that the world is a relationship economy. People make decisions. We all talk about it's so difficult to work in New South Wales Health or WA Health or anything like that. There's no Mr. or Mrs. WA Health and no Mr. or Mrs. New South Wales. There's just a series of individuals, right? Individuals control things, make decisions. The world is a relationship economy. Understand how you fit into that, what drives value, your special series of skills, and that motivation comes and goes and habits and systems stick. And if you can craft all of that together and bet on yourself, then I can't wait to see where you go. Thank you so much for that, Carlo. I am very certain that our listeners will find that as helpful and resonating as I have. And we look forward to having you back again very soon to chat some more. Excellent. Can't wait to be back. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast, a proud member of the Talking Health Tech podcast network. Visit the Creative Careers in Medicine website in the show notes of this episode for more resources to help you find the courage, confidence and skills to take control of your career and forge your own unique path. The Creative Careers in Medicine podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, water and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to elders past, present and emerging. 